Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Idly hey! Welcome to another episode of The Brett Allen Show. Prepare to be astonished! A pop culture podcast. Join Brett weekly as he interviews your favorite celebrities from film, <gasps> oh, television, I'm back in business, baby. comedy, and much more. Inconceivable! Plus, you never know who will stop by. Dude, we are so gonna party! Now, here is your host, Brett Allen. Happy, what's today, Tuesday or Wednesday? <laughs> I don't know anymore. Uh, I can't keep track. It's been so busy. Welcome into another episode of The Brett Allen Show, a pop culture podcast where we interview your favorite celebrities, actors, directors from film and television, comedy, music, and more, wherever pop culture hangs out. And today, I will tell you this. Do not fast forward. Whatever it is that you're doing, if you're jogging, if you're walking, you're on the treadmill, we have a, a very special guest today. We are chatting with director uh, David Yarvesky, who just released a project. This was on Netflix a couple days ago, Night Books, which is a great family film. He's also directed many other projects, The Hive, Brightburn, uh, just to name a few. David, welcome into the show. It's great to have you. It is great to be here. Thank you so much. Well, let's talk Night Books, which I tell you, I watched this with my son. Three times we watched it. Um, he's seven, so we can't just watch things one time. We have to watch them over and over again, and especially when it's kind of scary, spooky sort of thing. Um, he likes to watch that. It also stars one of our former guests, Lydia Jouette, amongst other people. Let's talk about the project and how this all came about for you, David. Um, sure. Well, first of all, thanks for watching it three times. <laughs> um, I was very much like that also as a kid. I would uh, find something I was obsessed with and just watch it a hundred times over and over and over again. Um, but with regard to uh, how I got involved, um, you know, I, I got I got a, a script in my email box, you know, like anything else. But this one said it's produced by Sam Raimi. And, you know, <laughs> I couldn't say no to that. I was immediately in. Um, but I was surprised that it was a it was a family movie because of all the all the um the really kind of hardcore <laughs> movies I had made before. Um I just never thought that that's what someone would send me. But um but I was immediately drawn to the to the characters. Um Alex, I, I saw myself in him. Uh, a lot, a lot of myself in him, at least, and um, and I, I thought I could really tell that story um, and and make it meaningful, and so I wanted, I really wanted to do it. Yeah, that's fun, though. I think it's great as a director, at least from my perspective, when you are presented with projects that are sort of out of your the norm that you might produce. But I feel like in this film, you brought your special touch to it, even though you've directed dark things in the past. It's still kind of fun, a little ominous, a little spooky. And the premise is great. And I mean, how do you say no to Sam Raimi? I mean, that's that's my question. <laughs> do you say no to Sam? <laughs> no, um, especially when it's like, well, you know, it's funny because um, uh, like, you know, I was I was a huge fan of his growing up. You know, he was like uh, an, an icon to me. And um, 
And seeing his name in, in the email box was crazy to me. You know, it was like a crazy moment. Whether or not I got the movie or not, it was just crazy to see his name <laughs> um, um, on a script like that I could potentially do. And then and then I, I met with him over Zoom, kind of like this, actually, and um, and talked about the project. And, and that was crazy, too. And um, when I hung up, I just had this really strong feeling that I had booked the movie and I I sat in this chair for like 10 minutes, just like, am I going to do a movie with Sam Raimi? That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah. I find it fascinating when directors like yourself who have done so many amazing projects, but then you get a chance to work with somebody like this. And I don't want to say fanning out or, or geeking out maybe a little bit. I mean, because if you grew up watching his projects and then now you have the opportunity to work with him, was he, or did he spend some time on set with you? Was he actively involved in the project while you guys were filming or was it more just kind of the typical, you know, meetings through zoom or however you did it, you know, when you were putting this project together? Well, a couple of things uh, like he was definitely involved in the project, um, but he was also in prep on um, um, his Doctor Strange movie. So so um, he, he and and when we were when I, I booked this movie in quarantine. So so like in 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 hard quarantine, not like not, not today. Quarantine, yeah, like, I was going to say like hard, <laughs> not like. Pretend, well, I don't want to say pretend and offend somebody and have somebody come after me, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it was just, it was just, you know, tighter. It was a tighter quarantine before. <laughs> yes. um, <laughs> um, things have certainly opened more than they were, and um, but at that time, that's when I was starting to, you know, that's when I was booking this movie, getting on a plane, going, and we, sh you know, we shot the entire movie before vaccines were out. So, you know, so. So um, there was no one that could just fly to Canada, you know, just easily. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, but, but we, he was really involved, um, uh, you know, um, and, and we were sort of in regular communication and, and, and it was, um, it was awesome. I mean, you know, I think, especially when it comes to sort of what you're saying about fanning out, it's, it's a weird mix because when you start to work enough in this town, the, you know, the mystique of meeting people tends to start to go away because you very quickly meet, you know, celebrities or, or, or people that you admired growing up or whatever. But then there's still, but that person who you were as a child is still in you. They're still going, no <laughs> yes. way. <laughs> you know, but then then the 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 adult, the filmmaker in you who's made a couple movies now sort of is like, yeah, the kid in me would be really excited, but I got to figure out if, you know, it's like, OK, well, I got to make a movie with him now. And <laughs> and, you know, it's like I got I have to, uh, you know, it it just becomes so much more about, OK, I'm going to go to work with this person. No, I get it. I, I'm the same way doing this podcast three years ago. You know, when I started, I was interviewing people. And yeah, like you, you interview so many people that you begin to realize 
okay, I have to be equal to the situation. They're a human being just like I am, although they have created one of the best shows on television, in my opinion. I interviewed Doug Allen on Sunday, the creator of Entourage, and that was like an iconic moment for me. But you have I get it. Like you're like, okay, well, and I have to interview this person and have a conversation without geeking out a little bit and perhaps embarrassing myself, which I probably would do uh, had I not had myself in check. <laughs> so I get it. But, you you know, that's the other piece of this, though, is that all of us. Well, I can't say all of us, but I think a lot of us who are here, the thing that connects. A lot of people who work in this town is like a love for movies. Yeah. And so there's an inner geek within all of us. And we all have our people that we geek out for. You know what I mean? And so I think there's, you know, I don't know. I think it's kind of cool when I see someone get really excited to meet someone. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, uh, it's, it's in us all. It's why we're here i mean there's easier ways to make money than what we do <laughs> <laughs> very true no i mean i was very excited to talk with you just because i'm such a fan of this movie and the fact that i can watch it with my seven-year-old is great because i have to be careful these days with what even comes on kids quote-unquote netflix or hbo max net you know children's programming because sometimes I'm sitting here working, producing, and I hear things in the background, and I'm like, wait a second, you know, what is that all about? And I don't know if that's done just for the adults, and the adults get it. This is a great project. What has the response been so far? What has the feedback been like for you, David, with this amazing project? It's been it's been really crazy, you know. Um, it's been just an overwhelmingly positive experience release, releasing the movie, and... It's interesting because, you know, you know, when I made Brightburn, when I made The Hive, it's like, you know, the process of doing that not during COVID time was very much like people come over. I show them the movie. I show them pieces of the movie. Or they stop by the production, post-production, you know, like uh, the spot like where we're editing. I show people. Then we go to lunch. We talk about it. Like, like I have a constant feedback loop. And understanding of like what's working, what's not working, what I got to keep working on. Um, with this movie, it was made so much in isolation that I really had no idea how, no clue how people would react. I didn't know how <laughs> the reviews would be. I had no idea. I really didn't. I mean, I mean, you know, over the course of the uh, of ed editorial, like you know, I probably had four friends over and I showed it to them at some point you know and they liked it but you know it's different when you show you know you show a couple friends yeah they're gonna you love know, everything I, that you do oh this is awesome <laughs> yeah i try i try not to surround myself with just people who will be like great job but <laughs> um but yeah i mean there's a you know you just never know. You just never know. And you put the movie up on Netflix and then 191 countries watch the movie in an instant. And, uh, you know, people could be, you know, coming to burn your house down or they could be coming to carry you on their shoulders and you just don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's an amazing film. Congratulations on this and all the other projects that you have been a part of. Um, you've just made some great work and this is a fantastic film. 
This is now available on Netflix for everybody to stream. If you don't have a Netflix account, who are you? I mean, I think everybody has <laughs> yeah. one. It's like a third of the cost of a you know two months worth of Starbucks. <laughs> it's not much money. Be sure to check it out because when you watch this film and you stream it over and over repetitively, it helps David out. It helps the film out and allows him to be able to continue perhaps more projects. And the fact that you worked with Sam and he's working on Doctor Strange, who knows, maybe a Marvel film is in your future. Let's put it out into the universe. Sure, let's put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, that's... <laughs> I mean, they're, they're sort of the king of the mountain these days, aren't they? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Well, this is a fantastic film. One last question. When people watch this film, David, and have the opportunity to enjoy it, immensely what is your hope outside of let's say people being entertained because obviously that's what movies are for but what is a message or what is your hope that viewers and fans will take away from watching your project well i mean i think i mean you saw the movie you know that there's certainly a a message in this movie about um you know about about not letting the world take away your magic you know, like about being being weird, being, you know, being comfortable with your weirdness and uh, and and with staying weird and not and not caving to the pressures of normalcy. <laughs> um, so. So, yeah, I mean, I, I hope that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to send a mess. You know, I was a weird kid and I was made fun of for all the things that Alex was made fun of. And 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 um, and. I, I and I had it pretty tough, but I can't even imagine how tough kids have it now. Um, and so I don't know. I just wanted to send a message of hope from someone who went through it and came out the other end. Absolutely. There you have it, folks. And thank you for listening today and pressing play. Be sure to head over to Apple Podcast and subscribe to the show if you haven't already. It really does help. Leave us a kind rating and review. Share it with a friend. It's absolutely free. You could probably even do it from the device that you're holding in your hand right now. David, Yarvesky, thank you for joining me today. I I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. (laughs) That brings today's show to a close. Goodly do. Thanks for stopping by. If you enjoyed the episode, feel free to share it with a friend and subscribe. It's absolutely free. The views and opinions of the guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. Autobots, roll out. Go home.